Hello, welcome to another episode of That's Dope. My name is Godzilla Ugwa, and I have a special guest with me uh, who's actually like one of our first, like just sort of fan guests who actually reached out and said he wanted to be on the podcast. And I was like, sure, let's do it. And, you know, I, I appreciate you like keeping in touch with me. Um, it's been a while. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, do you hear that sound? Yeah, that like sound? I hear a crackling. That's the sound of the people getting out of the key because finally, Chicken Rap has come back to that dope entertainment podcast. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen that are listening, if you listen to this podcast right now, you're not just going to nerd out and geek out. You're going to freak out and most of all, you're going to weep out. The Chicken Rap is not just a regular new quarter slash Kotaku rapper. It's the most JDM riding. Jewel did playing. Cosplay wearing, woo, woo, nerd life repping, woo, otaku rapping, son woo. of a bitch, and all of hip hop entertainment, woo. Hey, there we go. That's a, the best introduction, you know, the self introduction. I've never, you know, I've never heard that before, but I love that. You know, keep that going. I like that. So, first off, like, I've, I've been doing that. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you want to wrap it, feel free. Um, where are you? And then you're dressed like Seto Kaiba, right? Uh, I guess tell us everything that's going on. You you are in an interesting location. You are doing interesting things right now. You just pulled out the wrestling belt. Oh, you got the dual disc set up right there. Boom. Okay. Okay. Every Seto Kaiba player needs one. I mean, absolutely. So right. A little bit about where I'm at. I'm live inside the Wrestling Shop Texas, inside Wonderland Mall, which is in San Antonio, Texas. And I'm also repping for Where the Waifu Clothing Brand. Woo! I love those guys. Actually, I need to bring uh, MC on, MA on. I need, I bring, I need to bring uh, MA on to the podcast. You know MA? You know MA? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, actually, I've been loving Where the Waifu uh, content for a good while, actually. Bro, I made a video for him. Really? Like, what type of video did you yeah. make for him? It was like a, it was like a rap video. It's like, girls seem to challenge me to they challenge me to do sixteen bars for the next sixteen. It will be about waifu stars. I won't rap like Branson about the initial cars, but about waifu girls that ride them ride them hard. Waifu girl, stay home if you're feeling sick. But waifu girl, come over if you're sick. You sick? Put my hands down low. Get that flicky flick. And uh. I want Code Zero Two of Darling in the Franks and Tina Alpha Juga, the tag team. I'm awake. Maybe Android 18 going to send the place. And I got Waifu to wear the thing. Oh. You got to be 18 plus or 21 preferred. I don't want no younger. That ain't no fur. I said 18 plus or 21 preferred. I don't want no younger because I ain't no fur. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. You just came up with that on the spot? No, that's what's in the video. Oh, really? Okay, okay, cool. I'll let you yeah. like wrap yeah. that, like, wrap that on the spot for yeah. the video. I got you. No, my freestyle game is not that good, though. But my <laughs> fan game—that's where my strength is. Yo, yo, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. um, a very valid point of rap. You know, everyone always gives it up to freestyling, but you know, doesn't really think about like the crafting of it. You know, like just being able to write it down and craft a like a rhymes for for something. How long have you been rapping for? Oh uh, yeah, uh, since I was ten years old. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, how 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 has your your journey yeah. been like uh, in the rap scene? Uh, let's see. Ever since I stopped doing gospel music and started doing nerd music, it's been like a slow uh, roller coaster, uh, like a slow roller coaster going up. Really? I mean, I bet right. And then yeah. I guess you're just waiting for it to oh, yeah. drop pretty soon. In fact, actually, you're you're putting out uh, an oh, album yeah. pretty soon, right? 
Yeah, I'm dropping my uh, second album on November 4th. Ooh, uh, tell us more about it. So my first album right here, Nerd Life. It was, um, it was an okay album at the time, but it's one of the things where I thought it was awesome back then, but now that I'm looking back at it, I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, this song right here, Stuck in the Friend Zone. Like, why would I make that? <laughs> and why would I make it sound so satanic and everything? Yeah, I mean, that's how you're feeling, right? Like, at the moment, right? Yeah, that's how I was feeling at the time. But um, what you got a new one? It's going to be... Uh, the album's going to be called Otaku's Attack. Otaku's Attack? And uh, Otaku's Attack. Because it's our time to rise. No All right, there we go. The little kid even died one. Yeah. So, and uh, what you call it? One song, we sampled the Power Ranger theme, and it's about friendship. Uh-huh. It's how main characters can't do it alone. You know, they had a great crew to help them along. Like uh, Luffy. Absolutely. Right? Like I catch him. Yeah. Without you know the game together, they would never be able to get to that point in their uh, in their journey. I mean, that's the truth right there. I mean, friendship, and, power is like the most crucial thing, like in all the ton of anime. It's shown in anime for sure, right? What's your favorite? My favorite anime is Juju Hakusho. Oh, hey, classic! There we go. Good taste. I like it. Uh, and then uh, I guess like uh, for your for your yeah. new album, uh, the Takas Attack. Like, how many songs are going to be on it? Uh, there's going to be five. Okay, okay. Uh, I guess, can you tell us, like... Why, yeah, yeah, tell us, please. Uh, uh, the main details is, like, there are some rappers where they'll write a song, make a beat, and mix it all in, in the same day, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, move on to the next thing, word with me. I got to sit on it for three to six months before I'm okay with it. Okay, I mean, that makes but, a ton of like, sense. Main characters, where we sample, uh, main characters where we sample the Power Ranger team. Mm-hmm. I'm on version six of just taking out all the words and just redoing it over again. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Re- like, really. Uh, that's what I mean. It takes me three to six months. Like, main character, the first time I recorded it was around, like, late 2018. Wow. I mean, that, that seems like a lot of work, you know, yeah. like, and also, like, to be able to scrap it. But that's pretty good, though. Like, that means, like, you're, you're, you're tied to the craft, yeah. right? Oh yeah, it's like this. This is a lifestyle for me, you know. I like like um, the, uh, like the big thing I sacrificed for this was I dropped out of college to go on my first tour. Oh wow! And then, like, how how yeah. how was the touring scene before uh, Corona? Uh, let's see. Back in 2018, when I did this, I mm-hmm. was at a different convention every weekend. Mm. So I was in a different city in Texas every weekend. Wow. Okay. And what was your like, What was one of your best shows too? My best shows. Your favorite show, out. really? Yeah, uh, yeah. My My best was uh, packed out this year. Really, this year. But my favorite is uh, in Japan 2018. Mm-hmm. It sucked. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. I, oh, I uh, somebody told me they were gonna help me with my word and then they ended up never picking up the phone Uh-oh. so i had to scramble stuff together in the last two weeks mm-hmm. but you know i'm still the only person who's done the san japan you know youtube concert that didn't have a million plus subscribers oh wow <laughs> so you're going up against like people like some big yeah. heavy hitters huh oh yeah most definitely man <laughs> that's that's really cool though you held your own and then like you're still at it right 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. You know, like, um, here in San Antonio, like, uh, the nerdcore scene here in San Antonio, they're kind of their own little club. Uh-huh. And, um, like, uh, I don't think they like me very much. No. I don't know why. No. I don't know why, but, you know, they're nice when I talk to them, but anytime I ask them about being on a show, they kind of dodge the question somehow. Mm-hmm. Dang. So, yeah. Sucks for them. They're so, missing they're, out, they're right? Whatever. Yeah, like, that, sounds like they're missing out. Yeah, I know. It's, they are, because it's like, you know, uh, they're just a music festival in uh, Katy, Houston, Texas called Loudfest, mm-hmm. and they deemed me one of the top 100 uh, indie artists in the country. What? In the country? Wow. Holy yeah, smokes. Yeah, check my Instagram. I posted about it. Like, they sent me an email saying, congratulations, you're one of 100 top indie artists in the country. Wow. Okay. Now, well, it's called Loud Fest in Houston, Texas, and it's put mm-hmm. on by Loud Music. Have you heard of it? Oh, I think I have heard about Loud Music, yeah. Have you heard of a rapper named Zero? Zero? Zero. I, I think so. I, I think I might have. Uh, tell tell have us more about Zero. Have you heard of Mike Jones? Absolutely. Have you Who? heard of Mike Jones? Who? Chameleonaire. Yeah, okay. <laughs> My, yeah, absolutely. No, oh. I like, yes, absolutely. A lot of classics from down south. They, yeah, Loud Music is the one responsible for those guys. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's that's some heavy uh, veneration right there, you know? Like, that means you got a lot like on the way, right? Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, um, I made a promo video where, like, um, I'm running into the camera. I see something. I go into an alley. I'm like, what have we got? What tiger? And the owner of the thing that, you know, that I'm, the guy that I met you owned the festival and you really liked it. And I don't know why, but I ended up seeing, oh, yeah, I plan to make a whole cinematic universe to promote videos with all my cosplays. Oh, like a whole cinematic universe. Tell us more about that. So here's what's happening. Portals are opening up everywhere. And villains are going missing. Nobody knows why. All that everybody knows is, is that these portals are going to December 5th and 6th in Houston, Texas, in our world. And Nightwing and Robin from um, from the Batman series, Leon Kennedy from Red Hood is saying, the Joker left, and he had Joker gas. And Leon Kennedy ran into the portal and landed in the Batman universe because somebody, because Alan Wester stole another sample of the T-Virus. And then when Tommy Oliver was in the White Ranger range the portal, he ended up being in the Batman universe as well, because Lord Dead is going with a door. And um, then in another video, Tony Stark is in the lab like, oh yeah, Pepper, Pepper was right. This was a good hobby. Jarvis went to the music festival. So I believe it's a loud fest in Houston, Texas on September 5th and 6th. Okay. Oh, give me some tickets for that, Jarvis. Now suit me up. Jarvis? <laughs> wow. I need your help. Mix up the whole universe. And then I, I hear my Dr. Houston, right? Uh-huh. My Dr. Houston, I'm like, Mr. Stark, you become a part of it. I need your help. Who the hell are you? I'm the doctor. Doctor Who. And then, like, um, they're all going to come together. You'll see them battling, like, Leon and Tony. Leon be like, I'm all out of rounds. What about you? I wish I could show. All I have are. All I have are. All I have are. Jack, where you at? Like, we're fine. You know, the doctor and Nightwing are like trying to infiltrate something. And then, basically, the villain, the, the villain is the embodiment of the DC 
freaking raptors. Oh wow! Like, you ever see those uh those uh, black uh, biopic like hidden figures or cry mm-hmm. or Macamac? They always have that one white guy with the embodiment of white face, like mm-hmm. with the hardcore art throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like that, that to uh, that to the villain is he the Deacon Raptor? He's the embodiment of Deacon Raptor. Uh oh. And he's bringing his villains in to invade Lobbeth because at this particular concert, Deacon Rap is going to change the world, and he doesn't want that. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! How and long that's been... the story I'm going with. Yeah. I mean, hey, how long have you been thinking about this universe? Like that's that's quite that's quite the the universe. Oh, that, only, that only took me like five minutes. Five minutes, like right now. <laughs> No, like it took me five minutes, like a couple weeks ago. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty dope, though. I do wanna, I do wanna see something like that, you know. I mean, bring on Leon Candy yeah. into like Doctor Who and Power Rangers. Yeah. That sounds pretty yeah. tight, actually. Because yeah. like I have a Nightwing cosplay, I have a uh, Power Ranger cosplay, mm-hmm. I have an Iron a business suit that's printed to look like an Iron Man suit. Oh wow, a business suit you said? And then if I got. Yeah, it's a business suit that's printed wow. to look like an Iron Man suit. That's and I cool. have a uh, blue business suit that's printed to look like the TARDIS from Doctor uh, Who. Doctor Who, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, what's going to call this? I, uh, I have my friends that go with me. One of them cosplays Leon F. Kennedy, and one cosplays Tim Drake Robin. Ooh, okay. That sounds so like you can really get it all together, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That sounds so tight. Cool, man. Like, I can't wait. Like, if something happens like that, I would like to see it, you know? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess, tell us, like, uh, about the location you're at. You know, like, I see a ton of wrestling figures behind you. You pulled out the wrestling belt a little while ago. I guess, tell us about, uh, yeah, where you are and then, I guess, the fandom, right? Yeah, it's WWE. They have DVDs. They have magazines. They have figurines everywhere. Like, they even show some wrestling on the giant TV screen. Uh, they also sell, like, a giant life-size Bokuga belt. They have these Ooh. classic ones that I can never afford because, oh, my God, $100 for an action figure. And then they have loose figurines. They have, uh, you know, some special editions. Wow. They even got some original ECW figurines. Wow. Holy smokes. How so, much are those? Those must be uh, got- quite the pretty penny. Let me check. For Taz, it's $40. Wow. That's pretty tight. Actually, that's, uh, that's a lot more yeah. affordable than I thought. They got the GoFundMe figures, too. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. That's pretty cool, man. And I mean, yeah. like, and where'd you say that location is again? It's in San Antonio, Texas. San located Antonio, inside Te- Wonderland Mall. That's cool. And, yeah. So I guess Kate tell us about like uh, why you you love the wrestling fandom. Like uh, you know, I think that might be new to a lot of people still. My parents didn't let me watch wrestling when I was growing up, and I wish I did though. I wish I was like, hey, I'm gonna do what I want. So what got me into the wrestling fandom is one day when I was in like middle school, my uh, friends they were at my house on a Monday night, and they're like, "Yo, wrestling coming!" I'm like, "Okay, we'll watch it," <laughs> and I still remember clear as day. And now, the WrestleMania rematch, John Cena versus Triple H. And ever since then, I've been a huge John, ever since then, I've been a huge John Cena fan. Hey. <laughs> that's, that's pretty tight. So is he your favorite wrestler? Yeah. That's legit. 
I went to John Cena for Halloween like three years in a row. I you had a replica WWE <laughs> belt. I had a special edition John Cena figurine. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow, that's so tight. Like, I mean, I hear all about John Cena. He seems like a really cool guy. Like, uh, hearing about the charity oh, stuff yeah. he does, movies. Yeah, you know, make you know, Make a Wish Foundation. Uh huh. He's given more wishes than any other celebrity. Oh, really? Like, like he's given like double the amount of wishes as the second person uh, behind him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Double. Wow. Holy smokes. Yeah. He seems like a genuinely good dude. I like him. I mean, every time yeah. I see him on TV or movies or whatever and you know hearing about like his charity work it does sound like he's he's actually doing it for a good reason oh yeah like um he uh he also speaks chinese really how'd that happen yeah. like he just uh, studied he just it wanted to learn chinese and he learned it that's hardcore <laughs> how many languages do you know uh i'm trying to learn japanese and spanish right now and i'm having the hardest time doing both let's see uh no english Let's see, uh, Konnichiwa. So you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Waifu, Yaoi, Hentai. Uh, as far as, like, Spanish goes, um, I can't really hold a conversation, but I can uh-huh. order in Spanish. Hey. You know, um, let's see. As long as... Uh, tres frijoles y queso taco y, uh, rojo grande. <laughs> Hey, there we go. Like you know the order, boom. Like that's 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 what's important. Yeah, right? that's all. That's all. That's that's all I need to know. You know. <laughs> yeah, but on, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a whole language out there. Get the important stuff that you need for your life. Boom, ready to go. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. Uh, what you call it? What about you? Do you speak anything besides you know? Uh, I'm trying to learn Japanese right now. Try and learn Spanish. Uh, both are not going very well during quarantine time, but trying. We'll yeah. see how this goes, though, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, what's on? There is one particular song that I can. No, there are two songs though where I can speak it that were in English and Spanish. I know all the words and I understand what I'm saying. Oh, really? What was that? Yeah, like uh, the San Antonio National Anthem, oh. which is "Hey, baby, qué pasó." Wow, no, I didn't know there was a San Antonio anthem. You know, I lived in Dallas my no. whole life, and I never knew there was a, if there was a Dallas anthem. So <laughs> you're doing better so, than me. There was this group, there was this group of, there was a Tejano band called the Texas Tornadoes, oh. like back in the late 80s and 90s. Uh-huh. And at the end of the set, they're like, Hey, give me a little ride with us as we sing you the San Antonio National Anthem. Hey, baby, get Thought I was your only vato. Yeah. Wow. That's so yeah, legit. And, yeah, and then the other song is uh, Drinking Problem by Midland. <laughs> wow. Drinking Problem yeah. by Midland. Bruh, it is easily the best country song in the modern era, and the video is amazing. Really? Okay, I got And check then the out. Spanish version, they sound better in Spanish than they do in English. Re- I mean, hey, like the, the OG language, yeah. you know, Despacito, right? Versus English, right? Uh, I'm not really a fan of Despacito. Yeah, like it's overplayed right now, but the OG yeah. version, way better than yeah. the, the pop version they brought out. 
it's like a music video, right? It's mm-hmm. about a, it takes place in 1977, and it's about a band who makes moonshine to pay for their music recording. <laughs> What's it called again? Drinking Problem by Midland, you said? Drinking Problem by Midland, yeah. All right, all right. I'll dig that. I'm going to see if I can yeah. find that myself and uh, see if we can plug that in later on, but I like that. In 1977, yeah. and it's still a, a modern banger, huh? Yeah, it's a uh, no, no, no. The video takes place in '77, oh, but the song okay. came out in 2017. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Wow, 30 years yeah. later, huh? or 40? Yeah, crap. Yeah. 30 years later. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, it's it's a nice music video, and it's like how many rappers made made songs like that where they were selling crack or something to fund to pay for their recording. Uh, I don't but, know. Yeah. Yeah, but no, that song, that song, Drinking Problem, when I was in a huge depressive, uh, when I was in a huge depressive state over an act, Drinking Problem uh, was a song that made me wake up and say, I have a problem. Oh, really? And then their follow-up song, Burnout, really made me realize that it's over. Just like, uh, just like the song said, watching cigarettes burn out, till all the neon gets turned out. Nothing left for empty glasses now. It's all flashes now. Like, yeah, it's over. It's gone. It's closed. Wow. And that's when I'm like, this was like the, the point where, okay, I can finally start moving on from where I was. I like that. That's good. I mean, music, like, is crucial for, I mean, you know this. You're a music creator yourself. You know, music is crucial for, you know, taking us to like a sort of better mindset for helping us get over problems, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what would you say your biggest musical influences were for like getting started and for like even getting to where you are right now? Let's see, Eminem, because when I was 10 years old, I saw 8 Mile, and mm-hmm. when the movie was over, I took it as a sign from God that this is what I was put on the surf to do. I like that. And then when I was like older, I saw Eddie and the Cruisers, and in that movie where Eddie Wilson was like, I want something great. I want something nobody's ever done before. And his bass player is like, but Eddie, we ain't great. We're just some guys from Jersey. And then he's like, if we're not trying to be great, then what the hell are we even doing this for? That, that's the truth, right? What's yeah. the point of just being casual for it, right? Yeah. And then it's like, I have some other influences, like, uh, let's see, Elvis, The Beatles, George Strait, um, James Brown, Michael Jackson, uh, Cab Calloway, uh, let's see, who else? Who else do I listen to hardcore? ACDC. I listen to everything, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. I like that a lot. I mean, those are good tastes yeah. right there. And it's just, I bet, like, just the mixture of it all, right? Sorry, the owner's all hyping me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are good yeah. friends, honestly. I, I, I like the people there behind the you. Yeah. No, don't bring the chair. Oh, we got the chair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they also have these other loose figurines. They have they even sell some marble figurines. Like really? For, for my girlfriend's, uh, for our two-year anniversary, I got her an Iron Man figurine from here. Oh, wow. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, and as you can see, they got the, uh, they also got some more of the Ghostbusters figurines, and they even have some anime stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, this store really got it all. Yeah, but as you can see, wrestling is where they specialize in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
that's cool like a wrestling specific figurine shop like i'm interested in like how that idea came around like that's that's a cool concept uh who knows i'll give him your information and he can be on your podcast next yeah 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 in the future yeah that'd be pretty cool because i mean that's a, a cool idea like i'm seeing wrestling becoming more uh into the fold even worldwide um I didn't know like how big of a deal wrestling really was uh, until um, I would say last no, wrestling year. Wrestling has always been this big of a deal. You're just now. I, yeah, maybe it's just me. Been this big of a deal. It's just now. Yeah, it's just now been brought to you. You just now noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, I mean, I wish I got on it before, but my parents were like, "No, you can't watch. It's too violent." But here we are now, right? <laughs> Like uh, when I was ten years old, watching like like a candy shop video, and uh, you know the game hated or love it. My yeah. dad, he grew up during Beatle era, so he was just like, if I tell him not to, he's gonna do it anyway, so might as well. That's true. For me, I was a gay two shoes, and I was like, well, mother said I shouldn't, so I guess I won't. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah. and then uh, also like uh, I gotta talk about the the cosplay, right? You just did the. You just have the the Seto Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh cosplay, right? Uh, I guess, like, how big of a deal uh-huh. is one cosplay to you and then, like, two Yu-Gi-Oh for you? Uh, here's the thing. Um, obviously, the White Power Ranger one is my favorite, and it's also the one I hate the most. Really? How come? Uh, it's my favorite because I feel powerful. I feel this is, like, you know, I feel like... It's like, this is everything I ever wanted when I was five. This is, but I hate it because it's a two to three person job to put on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because first I got put on a dance belt. Then I got put on a compression short. Uh-huh. Then I got put on a spandex and somebody uh-huh. got to dip me up from the back. Then I got put on a chest piece and someone got to dip me up from the back. I got put on the armband. Then I got to put on the uh, the glove. Then I got to put on the wristband. Then I got to put on the boots and then like, you oh, know, the belt. Yeah. Wear like uh, something like this, dude. I'm wearing shirt pants uh, with the cosplay. So, I mean, yeah, right? Just put on a jacket, bring out the dual disc, boom, good to go, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like um, I also love my Walter White cosplay, but not many, not as many people recognize that. So. Really? That's a shame. Yeah, and then it's like um, Krillin. I love being Krillin a lot. Like Krillin is number two. To my Power Ranger cosplay. Really? Like, let me spit you some rhymes right quick. Roses are red, violets are blue. Oh God, y'all are dead! And I am too. Oh no, <laughs> poor Krillin. You know, it's, it's it's too hard to be, you know, the strongest human, but then you got the Saiyans and Namekians and everybody above you, right? And then gods of destruction and all that, right? Yeah. That's like, funny. Anytime I'm in the club, they're like, I go to, up to every bar and be like, hey, girl, how old are you? 18. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely don't want to date anything under 18, right? But 21 is preferred. Absolutely. For me, I prefer older, older women, older girls, older women who know what they're doing. You know, like, I definitely like it. Um, I guess, like, oh, more equal. Like your yeah. mom's friend? No, I'm just kidding. What's that? I said, like your mom's friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's too old. Right there. <laughs> yeah, too mature. Yeah, and then also, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, but uh, and then also, like I had asked, uh, I guess Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, how come, um, like Yu-Gi-Oh? Like, is that like one of your favorite franchises right now? Uh, 
no, it's just that here's the thing. I pick cosplay based on what I wanted to be when I was a kid, you know? Ah, okay, okay. Like, uh, like, look at me, bro. I even brought my deck to show you. Let me show oh, you wow. this right quick. So you still play Yu-Gi-Oh, though, right? Yeah. How? Look at how? this. Kyberman, Ky okay? Dragon Spirit of White. Uh, what if Neutron Blast. Oh, wow. Blue-Eyed White Dragon. Classic. Blue-Eyed Alternative Ultimate Dragon. I've never Blue-Eyed even... Twin Burst Dragon. Blue-Eyed Silver Dragon. Wow. Neo-Blue-Eyed Ultimate Dragon. So, you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things where I never grew out of it. I love it. Like, like I guess for Yu-Gi-Oh, because I don't really know. Like, I, I remember, like, when it started, at least in the U.S., like, you know, with the TV show and all. Uh, like when when did you get started with it and then also like how is it today like it seems like you're a huge uh like do you play right now or do you just collect or you know tell us about that uh i don't keep up with the game anymore because it's so complicated and yeah right it seems like every time there's a new series they gotta they gotta bring in a new type of summoning yeah so it's like anytime there's some new blue eyes cards i like you know get them to equip my deck but other than that i really don't like yeah no, I bet I I feel that like it seems too complicated. That's why I was like, "Wow, you you yeah, got cards! Is. Wow, tell us more about that." And then I guess like uh, is Blue Eyes White Dragon like your your favorite uh card, or what is your favorite card? It is, it is Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah, like I guess like like is Okaiba your favorite uh Yu Gi Oh person or who or what? Yeah, yeah, he is definitely. <laughs> that's who I would be if I was in Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Like that's that's so tight. Um, yeah. Then, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess. What else? What, ego. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like. I mean. The, like the cockiness yeah. and like the wittiness that he has. Top. Top. I mean, even as kids, like it was just sort yeah. of like, We we knew that he was like a top guy. Oh yeah, because like um, to the thing, like my friends, right? Mm -hmm. They know that if they can. If they can fuel my ego, they can get me to do just about anything. <laughs> like, for example, Dragon Con, right? Uh -huh. I was supposed to perform at Dragon Con this year. Yeah. But then Dragon Con got canceled. And I was like, you know, we still have the, uh, we still have the after party. We still have the, and I'm telling my friends, yo, we can still go. They haven't canceled yet. And my friend's like, well, Fred, you know, you got to remember that, you know, because of the pandemic, not as many people will be able to go as mm -hmm. you thought they would. And I'm like, wait, wait, you're right. What? No, we can't go. It's going to be a waste of my time. Wait, yeah. what? You're right. Because I'm thinking of performing in front of a lot of people, but you're right. I won't be able to perform in front of as many people. Like, I may not be able to perform in front of anybody. So you're right. We shouldn't go. Good. <laughs> Good on the friends. And it, yeah. and it had, yeah, and it had nothing to do with the virus that it, for me not wanting to go. It had literally had to do with that. So yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, how has it been uh, trying to perform or go around during the pandemic? Uh, things are starting to open up. Like, for example, uh, Lob Fest is happening in December. Tonight oh. is going to be, like, the first karaoke night at one of the, in, uh, in San Antonio since the pandemic. Okay. And um, what you call it? Uh, the first convention to happen, what well, looks like the first one to happen, is going to be an electronic gaming convention. And, oh, really? uh, inside the Freeman Coliseum here in town in February. Okay. And uh, so, yeah. Are, are you I planning to go to those? I've... Oh, I'm performing at this. Nice. Okay. 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 Hey, my thing. 
it, to save money, I don't go to conventions unless I'm performing at them or something. It makes a ton of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, like also, I guess like is performing like your, your main thing that you do? Yeah, it's like uh, there are some conventions where they offer me like, you know, like Anime Takai, they wanted me to be a program director, right? Ooh. Or a special events director. And um, I'm like, so what can I do? Can I be an MC? Can I? No. So I have no time in spotlight at all. Oh. No. And I'm just like, thanks, man. But it's like, it wouldn't be worth it for me to go. Like, I understand, you know, this is a big opportunity, but if I can't be in a spotlight somehow, then, you know, it's not worth it to me. That's a good point. I mean, you got to make sure that the brand is popping, right? Oh, yeah. You got to promote the brand. And also just because, you know, ever since my first time performing when I was 10, you know, I hear the thing when I was 10 years old, I was performing at a church picnic. I was just rapping some uh, some gospel poem. I can't remember what it was. And um, there were like 5,000 people in attendance. And they weren't wow. expecting that many people to show up. Like, they ran out of food in the first hour. <laughs> so, 5,000 like 5, people, and here's little 10-year-old me who raps a uh, gospel poem, and the keyboard player plays one of those sample loops on the, on the thing. Uh-huh. And here I am rapping. And they're all cheering and everything. It didn't hit me that, oh, yeah, I'm a 10-year-old kid. Of course you're going to cheer. I literally thought I was, I thought I was that good. I mean, and hey, good on you. That's what I've been after ever since. <laughs> good on you for having, like, that sort of confidence, you know, like, in, like, just putting yourself there. I couldn't have done that at 10 years old. I don't know if I could do that today. Uh, what do you do, anyway? Um, for me, I do, um, well, and I do this for sure, you know. So this is, like, the side gig for me. Um, and then I do more social media marketing type of stuff. So, yeah, I've been having fun with that for the last five years. Uh, maybe you can help me out with that. We'll have to see. Because I, I need no followers to go up. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, for sure. Yeah, social media is, is such a tough thing. Yeah. Well, like, I need followers like I need a third girlfriend. <laughs> a third girlfriend. Yeah, even the second, huh? <laughs> Oh, because I already got a second one. Hey. So okay, okay. Doing polyamory, I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding with you, man. I okay. <laughs> that would be cool. Like, here's the thing. There's this rapper here in San Antonio, right? Uh-huh. When he gets intoxicated, his Facebook is just, his social media is just dangerous. I remember one time he posted, be so successful that you can have two girlfriends that you don't have to hide from each other. <laughs> hey. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's bro, that's so way i mean that's 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 quite the level of success right (laughs) yeah well dope um i i I guess um i mean this has been a great conversation already um although you know definitely the beginning i can't wait to hear like how uh your album's gonna do when's that coming out one more time uh we're trying for november 4th but Mm -hmm. it may be pushed back Mm -hmm. because so here's what happened I submitted one of my songs, Remember the Time, to mm-hmm. a uh, DJ review. Mm-hmm. And the top three comments were, well, am I high? Because I can't understand a word he's saying. Oh. Number two, is this what they call muffle rap? And my favorite comment, damn, he sucked that microphone real good. <laughs> oh, no. So I went back in the studio, and I'm like, no, I learned some new enunciation techniques. We're going to redo this. And my producer tells me, yo, we just got a new microphone. This is the same microphone that Howard Stern uses. Oh, okay. And they even had a little thing that they plug into it where um, it adds an extra 50 watts. 
Okay. And so after hearing it, I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to redo the whole album. <laughs> oh wow! So you, and you're... at this point in time, we only have two of the five songs that are redone. Oh wow! And you're so, hoping yeah. to get it out in a month. Good luck, man. Yeah, uh, he, uh, here's the thing: it's like it was already, you know, three weeks ago, everything was ready to go. But then I submitted to that DJ review because one person told me they couldn't understand what I was saying, and it was somebody who's like. Uh, it's a song. It's a guy that the song was about, and I don't know. They're just stuck in my head. So I then it's just DJ review, and he was right. I sound muffled. I see. Okay. Well, yeah. hey, it's good that you're redoing. It. It's good that you're redoing it versus just putting out uh, a uh, quality that might not be up to the st- to standards that you might have. You right? can say half ass. Go ahead. You can say half ass. Hey, I don't know how it is, but you know, like it's good that you're redoing it. So. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, Let us know true. when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also, okay. I guess, like, uh, is there anything yeah. else that you might like to talk about or like to, to say also? Okay. Which, okay. So, Tory Lane didn't make the stallion, right? Where do oh. you sit on that? Where do I stand on that? Um, yeah. Well, I personally believe Megan the Stallion. Like, it's uh you know i mean she even had to go to the hospital to showcase like the records of going in so um yeah you know just like i think like what tori was what tori did wasn't good but i don't really know like the full story so i i guess what's your opinion on it yeah for me there's so many so much information out there and from so many sources that i'm not really sure what's true but here's what i know if you were going to shoot somebody uh-huh. Why shoot him in the foot? I was wondering about that. I guess you don't want to hurt them, but yeah. you want to show that you can shoot somebody, I guess. No, 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 no. That's when you start hitting them. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, what you can call this? Um, apparently, Tori Lane was uh, sleeping with her best friend. Mm. And apparently, they're still pretty tight. But I'm just like, but he was your best friend was sleeping with your with your with your guy. Why are y'all still friends? Mm. And then my next thing is like, what you call it? Tori Lane is saying that they were all intoxicated, especially Meg, and she really does, and she was too intoxicated to really, uh, to really uh, understand what was going on. And the gun went off when she was trying to reach for it mm. or something. And that's where I'm like, I'm really not sure where to stand with this. Yeah. And here's my next thing. Why? How is Tory Lane able to make an album? Why is he not in jail? If he really shot her, how is he not in jail right now? That's a good question. I I, I don't know. Like how they let him go on, you know. So I'm interested to see like what the details that will be coming out will be. Hmm. Interesting. I I really have no clue. Like, yeah, actually, I haven't really followed the story that heavily, but. It is a very interesting question, and I do hope that justice is uh, given out as it's supposed to be. Most definitely. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, what you call this? Another thing is, uh, so who's your favorite rapper? <laughs> My favorite rapper? Like of all time or right now? Like both. Mm. Mm, that is a very good hard question right now my favorite rapper i think like of all time right now would probably be biggie smalls um uh-huh. no actually no i guess personally i would have to say 
if I had to say like objectively, I would say like Biggie Smalls because like I just love like how he's able to craft these stories um, and like just have like these hard hitting rhymes with just um, like all different types of rhyme, internal eye rhyme, slant rhyme, all that, and just amazing stories that like I remember all the words to. But my favorite rapper, uh, like favorite rappers, you know, Lupe Fiasco, like is you know on poster right there. Kanye West is has always been a favorite, still is. Um, who else? Childish Gambino has always been like one of my personal favorite guys. Um, I love him better as a comedian than I do as a rapper. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I miss that like sort of favorite, era of his. My favorite, my favorite joke of it is like, "Hey, question: How come there are never any crazy man stories? Like, they'll be like, hey, remember, remember Trina? Yeah, remember she was crazy how she came my car? She was crazy. But this is how a crazy man story kind of goes. It goes like this. Well, he was nice at first, and then one day he came over and he shot my dog. And my dog was dead, and he kept on shooting. So I moved to Florida. Oh, no. And he found me. And that's how I ended up in this wheelchair. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He, he was right. I mean, hey, yeah, like it's 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 really intense, like how how uh, some men can be, right? But eh. oh yeah, man, like, I... um, like, <laughs> no, uh, that's... like a like a, it's like for girls are like it's like if I can't have you, fine. Whereas guys are like if I can't have you, no one can. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a, a dangerous mentality right there. Yeesh. Oh yeah. Mm. Like I still remember clear day there was a story about this cosplayer where one of her fans she rejected him and he set a bunch of cars on fire. Oh, I remember hearing about that. That was last year yeah. or two years ago, right? Yeah. Man. Yeah, I was like, that's a, a great like I forget which con it was for, but I remember hearing that this one guy got arrested uh, after setting cars on fire. Do you, do you know more about the story? Oh, all I know is that, like, you know, his favorite cosplayer uh, rejected him. Oh, man. I mean, I think everybody needs to learn how to take rejection better because it's just sort of a part of life, right? Like, it's not yeah. it's not something that's rare, really. You know, it's something that, that will happen to everybody. And, you know, you, you can't, like, just go off on people uh, when you get rejected whenever, I think. I got you, yeah, like, um, there's so many, there's, like, a bunch of, you know, regular rappers, because it's like, I don't rap with, you know, these nerdcore rappers, I rap with regular rappers, you know, uh-huh. the whole, like, they rap about the streets and all that, I'm in the show with them, and some of them, ask, and, like, you know, we'll be all out of the group, and they're like, hey, you can cook us, you did something, bro, because you act a little weird, and I'm like, I'm like, why, you trying to, you trying to do something, because, uh, uh-huh. no offense, bro, but you're not my type, oh! <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. That's what you're not my type. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, like, there's, like, there's not, like, really, like, ever, like, you know, like, we're, we're lucky. You're lucky if you get, like, a good reason and, like, you know, good talking about, like, why you got rejected. But, you know, sometimes yeah. you don't even get that part, right? Oh, yeah. And, sometimes you don't even get a, uh, an email back saying why you can't be at their convention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> So, you know, just got to take it in stride and just sort of move on to the next opportunity, right? I, I think it takes, like, oh, yeah, a good yeah, self-esteem, you know, and confidence, you yeah. know, like, to be able to to bounce from that, you know? Um, Definitely. Like, one thing I tell people all the time is that being a rapper, being a musician in general, 
it's not a 10 second drag race. Okay? Yep. It's not mm-hmm. zero to 300 in a quarter mile. No, it's a lot like NASCAR where from the start, you're in last place and you're yeah. going to go around in circles for hours, forever. Mm-hmm. And once you pass up the first guy, you got to keep that momentum going to pass up the next guy before that first guy passes you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I like that. That's, that's a crucial statement right there because um people yeah i think i think they think it's gonna be like boom not even you know uh this is good this is like episode 59 60 for the podcast and we're not even yet there but you know you got to keep at it right otherwise oh yeah definitely because like um like it didn't because like i grew up watching nascar back when nascar was still sort of nascar like nascar now it's like oh they have air conditioners in the helmet Oh, oh, they do have they? panel packs. Oh, they have a, on the headrest wrapped around their head to give them protection. Oh, wow. Oh, it's like they have all these technological advancement features where the NASCAR I grew up in, they didn't even have a sealed off helmet. They still have the mouth stain open, so they were breathing in carbon monoxide all day. Oh, wow. Although, like, the danger aspect, I guess, is your favorite part of it? Or, yeah. I mean, it's, no, it I'm sounds good. Saying, no. Yeah, it, it's great. Honestly, it's great. But it still takes out what NASCAR really was. Because the first time, cause NASCAR has been around since like the 50s. Uh-huh. But the first time it was broadcast nationally on television, guys literally got out of their cars and started having a fist fight. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess, that, yeah, what, what does NASCAR like, mean to you? NASCAR is one of those entry things into me becoming a car enthusiast. You're a car enthusiast? I'm a car enthusiast, yeah. Okay. What's your favorite, uh, I guess, car detail, I guess? Yeah, I don't know too much um, about I'm cars. Stuck between, I'm, I'm stuck between a 1969 Dodge Charger and an R34 Nissan Skyline. Oh, wow. How come these two? And like, and they yeah, seem so I, different. The Dukes of Hazard. Uh, okay, okay. Was that like one I of your favorite shows? I watching that. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, it is legit. My, like, I like that better than Breaking Bad. Really? So. Is your favorite show of all time? Yeah. Oh, wow. How come? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Like, so I grew up watching it, right? Uh-huh. And it's like every week something would happen. Like there'd be some people new in Hazard County. Uh-huh. And they're like, uh, they're like, uh, well, we're new in town. We got to stay overnight. Would you mind uh, helping us with our cargo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like Luke will be like, uh, then Luke will be like, one of the Duke boys will get curious and open up, open up the cargo. And they'll be like a bunch of guns. And they're like, um, Uncle Jesse, there's something you need to see. Now, folk, what did I tell you about my, getting another folk business to open up the truck? And like, oh, Lord. Uncle Jesse, if uh, if the general had this, no, what was his name? If General Lee had this back in Gettysburg, he'd have won. If he had all this artillery. And, you know. Yeah, it's uh, then like the, the cop find them with the guns because, the, you know, the cops are already trying to get them because the mayor is a corrupt. J.D. Hogg, Boss Hogg, he's this corrupt politician. And he's already trying to put them in jail because anytime he does some type of illegal scheme or something to avoid the IRS, Duke boys somehow get involved in it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I've never seen Dukes of Hazard, but, you know, I have always yeah. heard about it. Yeah, and, like, their famous car, right? Oh, yeah. They, they do car jumps all the time. 
Wow. And it's, it's funny to see when I have somebody new in the car, they're like, hey, guys, uh, the bridge is out. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. <laughs> That's the feature. <laughs> wow. And it was just yeah. as hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, oh, yeah, the Dukes of Hazard, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's legit um, late 70s, early 80s TV, you know? It seems like, like even, it. Yeah. It, it was. It was, that was made, I think, in what, 79? It went from 79 to 85. Ah, uh, I was wondering. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering about when, and, when it was made. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was legit just a different time in TV. And, you know, they sold a whole bunch of product, like, you know, like how Pikachu is like a mascot and a Pokemon mm. and it's all these Pikachu products. Uh-huh. That's what General Lee was. It was like a mascot of the show. And they sold toy car after toy car after toy car. Like even today, well, not today anymore because, you know, the rebel flag. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, they could probably still sell some toy car today. Like Walmart would have had them in those movie car commercials. Yep, yep, yep. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. there was a time like where when they were everywhere, but uh, yeah, yeah. times I have know. definitely changed now, right? Yeah, and it's like even, there's even an episode where they explain that. Like, um, About... there's this episode, yeah, there's this episode where like Uncle Josh like, now what year I hear that you boys were being mean to a colored fella that just came into town? Well, Uncle Jesse, it doesn't matter. I taught you boys to be kind to everybody. Now I understand. You may have learned it every lifestyle, but times have changed, bro. Times have changed. And, and we're not like that anymore. So I want you to show that boy some respect. Hey, that's that's yeah. actually pretty uh good to hear that they, they yeah. were thinking about yeah, that. They, they literally addressed that in the show and it's like it was only in one episode out of like, you know, a hundred and something. But, you know, yeah. That's good though. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, at least it's a start. Uh, and yeah. like you said, like this is the '80s, right? '70s, '80s. Yeah. And um, when they had a commercial for Auto Trader like five years ago, they didn't even show the flag, you know, on the car. The way they had the cameras angled, they made it to where you couldn't even see the flag. And this was before all that, you know, stuff happened over the flag. Uh huh. So. I yeah. guess. Do you, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh no 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 no! Like yeah like. You know, yeah, that's cool that they were talking about it. Um, yeah, they were starting to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, we're having a conversation a lot more these days, right? And I'm actually glad that we're we're actually oh, talking yeah. about it for once as a country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, um, like, cause for those of you that are watching, you know, I don't support the flag. I just like the show. Mm-hmm. I think no, that's I'm good. I'm just telling you what happened to the show. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's so, very good. Things, like, yeah. And yeah, I guess like you have an opinion on, on the. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, opinion on the what? Uh, uh, the flag. Yeah, like it's like the whole flag controversy type of stuff. It's like, why are we still? Why is it still being waived? Like, why are we even allowing this? Like Germany, right? Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is so illegal to have a Nazi flag. Like Germany is ashamed, but America is not. That's the best said right there. I think. Uh, it, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I think uh, we're not ashamed of our past, you know, which caused us to have a civil war. And I think that's something we still need to recognize. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's like uh, the one thing that I see, the thing that I see the most, it's the thing. I'm an Amazon delivery driver, right? Uh-huh. And um, I uh, deliver a lot in Castro, which is a small, sur- small town surrounding uh, San Antonio. I see Trump flags everywhere. Mm. I, and I don't mean like the ones that say Keep America Great. I mean like the ones where they have his face on Rambo's body and there's like an eagle and fireworks in the background. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just oh, like, wow. dude, really? That's that's a and lot. Like, they've they've yeah. deified that man. And I think that's yeah. very dangerous territory to get to, you know, where you, you hold somebody to such a high, you know, for without remembering that they're human too, right? No matter what you think about them. Yeah, it's most definitely. And then it's like one time I saw like a Nazi flag and a Confederate flag, you know, on both sides of the fence. And I'm like, what kind of contradiction is this? It's like, how can you call yourself American and and yeah. have and have a Nazi flag and a Confederate flag? You know? Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> it's like, like what? Captain America would be so disappointed in us. Absolutely. It's like, what, 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 this wasn't even that long ago. We just fought, there's people alive who fought Nazis. Yeah, like um, when the Nazi flags were popping up, I still remember clear today, Arnold Schwarzenegger did a video. He's like, he's like, I don't like that they have Nazi flags being presented in America. When I was a young boy in Germany, I saw these men who were with the Nazis. I saw the Nazis, they questioned their morals. They were broken men who didn't know something, 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 something. You know where Nazis are right now? They are burning in hell. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, no! Yeah. I think yeah. that, like, I'm glad that he said that. And I think everybody needs to, to be real about that. It's, it's shocking that, like, Nazi, Nazism is making a way in America. It, it doesn't make it America of all places, right? Almost seems like, uh, did you ever see Captain America, The Winter Soldier? Yeah, I love that movie. It almost seems like that wasn't a comic book. Yeah. That, was a, that, that, was a, that, that was a prologue to what was going to happen in real life. How sad. Like, it, it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't be this hard, should it? No. I don't know. Like Chris Rock used to say, like Chris Rock said like 10, 15 years ago. Everybody in America is looking for God. Everybody in America is looking for God. No, I found God in my pocket. Oh, yeah, right. Because America t- worships money. Money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth, the sad truth? I wonder, I do hope that things get fixed so that way we can get back to like trying to help each other, trying to connect with each other. I mean, that's all we want to do, right? Like, I just want to be able to connect with you about like what you're passionate about. I want to connect with people all over the world about what they're passionate about. Here's and just what help. we need to do. Yeah. Here's what we need to do if we want to do this. Forget this presidential election. We need to focus on our senators and state representatives. And we need to elect somebody who's never been elected before. Oh, yeah? Because like we have people that have been, you know, senators and you know, all this for like 20 to 20 to 40 years. Yeah, super long. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they haven't done nothing. Where it's like, and here's the thing, how come we have, how come people with one foot out the door are deciding the future of America that they're never going to live to see? Right, super, like super old people that are like really on death's door. Yeah, like Obama, right? The dude was 45 years old. Keep in mind, you have to be at least 45 to, uh, to run become president. president. Mm-hmm. And he would just write on the mark within like a couple months span 
of the, of the dead of the age limit of the minimum age limit and you know that's one of the reason why obama was so well liked is because you were tapping on modern issues you were tapping on you know issues that you know like people like you and me are focused on it's like like I don't, I'm not concerned about our immigrants learning English. No, they're learning the language. I'm talking about our kids learning Spanish. Because, mm-hmm. like, you in San Antonio, if you know English and Spanish, you're going to get paid more. I bet. Yeah, being bilingual, you can reach out to everybody that's out there, right? Yeah, and it's like, if you know both languages, you're more likely to get hired. If you know both languages, you're more likely to get promoted. And if you know both languages, you're probably going to get a better job title. True. Yeah. Another good reason to try to learn uh, Spanish too, right? Oh, yeah. It's like uh, with me, I took Spanish in college and it didn't really work out so well. <laughs> really? What happened? I dropped out. Uh, I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I was studying to be a school teacher. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Would you and try to like, become uh, a school teacher still? No. <laughs> knowing what I know now yeah. and knowing what some stuff has happened, because here's what will here's happen. Let's say, because I was going to teach high school. Ooh. Let's say I gave some girl a bad grade. Mm. Let's say she asked for extra credit or whatever, and I say no. Mm-hmm. She can lie saying that I touched her or something, mm. and I'll get fired, and her parents will never have to figure out that she got a bad grade. And it won't be, and it won't be until the damage is done that we'll learn that she lied the whole time. That's not good at all. Yeah, like that's what happens. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what happens. That, that that'll happen sometimes. Not all the time, but you know, like one, like a, it's very minimal, but it can happen. That's true. Unfortunately, the possibility is there. Yeah, like I guess for danger for teachers but also for students too and like i guess no one knows anymore like who's who's like really being honest or truthful which is sad yeah. mm. and then like the education budget is going down and down and down yeah i i think right now is yeah. probably the the hardest time to be a teacher uh, there's not a lot of support oh, for teachers I remember at all. that happened to my my choir to my middle school choir teacher oh some girl said that because she didn't get a solo in uh, the big event really yeah. Oh, no, that's that's a shame. Oh, and then I guess like what happened to the teacher? I guess did he did he get canned? I I don't I don't know what happened after that. I see. All I know is that it can, all I all I remember hearing is that uh that the girl lied. Damn, that yeah. really sucks. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, yeah. I guess I do hope that we get to like a better place, like where um we're able to like really revamp um like the sort of sexual assault type of deal, you know, that can actually help the victims and also protect people like um, against uh, false accusations. There needs to be a total overhaul. It sounds like, and then, yeah, I mean, just for teachers, like just like being like educators right now, it just sounds miserable. Um, And and there's no support. The budget cuts. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And they're not being like so many teachers have to buy their own paper. That's horrible. Like, I'm surprised that's not a thing that we haven't fixed. That doesn't make any sense to me. When you go to, like, a private school or Catholic school or, like, a school where, like, oh, yeah, Jaden Smith went to this school, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to worry about anything. But as far as regular public school, you know, 
you have to worry about stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, and I, that makes no sense to me, like how uh, we allow this to happen, you know, like we allow the teachers to shoulder this burden alone. We need to fix that. I think it's probably for the best that you didn't become a teacher. I, although it's I know sad. exactly why. Why? I know why. Why? This is America. Don't catch it slipping up. Don't catch it slipping up. This is America. Guns in my area. <laughs> I got the trap. Police be tripping I up. Here. Here's my thing. <laughs> when I, yeah, when I, was, um, when I worked at a, a corner store, I had a, uh, one of my coworkers. He was from India, and he came to, to, to America to, uh, to study. And he would ask me things like, Fred, I, I got a question. Like, how come people will come in here and buy $25 worth of snack stuff and use their food stamps? and not spend it on actual food. Mm. And whenever I don't have a uh, answer to a question, I just tell them that this is America. Don't catch you slipping up. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the real answer, like, that's always super stupid hard. But, like, I mean, everything is summed up with Childish Gambino's This is America. It's, yeah. uh, hell, I, I even say that a lot myself, like, where it's just, why is this broken? This is America, bro. Ugh. Yeah. I hate it. I hate I it. But I do hope that we are like on the way to becoming better. I th- one thing I am happy about is that like people are talking about these issues. You know, me and you, we're talking about mm-hmm. these issues yeah. right now. And I think the first part is to like talk about it, then to figure out like what the solution can be, right? Yeah, so yeah, because it's like we look at this in one way, but like for example, in other countries where like um like if uh, like in other country, women aren't allowed to drive. Mm. If a woman gets uh, raped, she has to marry her rapist. Mm. If, uh, let's see, if you steal something, you get, you know, death. You know, the way the laws work in other countries, you know, that's why people come to America because they hear, oh, wait, no, women can drive. Mm. Women don't have to marry their, you know. But at yeah. the same time, we're still backwards. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We have so, a lot. Let's, let's, the whole world is backwards. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. Although it sounds like some places are doing really well. I mean, you think about like places Canada. like, yeah, Canada, Norway, Japan, um, Singapore. You know, like it sounds like they're actually like figuring out how to to be better. That's what I at least yeah. everything I hear about, and the, the people seem happy from what I see. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I hope we can and, start uh, fixing, and I think we have what it takes to fix these things. I don't. You know, one thing, yeah, one thing I've learned from watching anime, playing games, you know, doing all this content and also even just seeing like the power of people. I do believe that we can like fix these problems, at least something start on some problems and then we can. We just have to we have to take down the government. I mean, honestly, I agree with you. (laughs) In one piece, they had to take down the government. Absolutely. They had to get rid of this government factor that they have. Yeah, Donzo. Yeah, let's see. What else? What other anime? And, uh... What? Oh! And, uh, Darling in the Franks. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, uh-huh. They learned that the government was hiding stuff from them. Yeah. And with Neon Genesis Evangelion. Neon oh, Genesis Evangelion is a good example of, yeah, the government lied to us. We have to take down the government if we, we want to, like, really move forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So, uh, like that's the that's the truth honestly i mean that's one reason i love anime like it's always something that to learn from you know like it's like inspiration for um for what we can do you know maybe it's not like one-to-one but it is it can be uh power empowering to be like there's there's power in the people 
and you know maybe you got to take down like the corrupt system so that way you can actually start making like a better world most definitely yeah and um, i have 15 minutes left before i have to go so uh, before we go uh-huh. before we go <clears throat> It doesn't take much to unlock hidden potential, but a great crew behind you isn't essential. A differential people who are influential, it's evidential. A great crew is a part of your consensual, not a confidential, it's a consequential. Without your crew, you're like an unsharpened pencil. I like that. Like, did, is, like, is that off the top? Or like, was that, is that like a bar to, to come? That's part of the first hit single off my new album, Otaku's Attack, entitled Main Characters. Because main characters can't do it alone. They had a great crew to help them along. Realizing great power that they'd never known. Friendship and love, that's what they were shown. It doesn't matter how big of a muscle tone. Main characters can't do it alone. Never do it alone. Never do it alone. Never do it alone. Hey, I can't wait till we can hear about it. Please, whenever you get um, the finished product, I'd love to hear it and uh, love to see what we can do with it. Yeah. So, have you since you said you never got into wrestling? Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd recommend is uh, w, uh, WWE Network, which is a subscription service. Okay. Basically, with that, it's like you know how Netflix you have all these shows. Okay. Well, uh-huh. with WWE, you have every single pay per view. You have every uh-huh. single episode of the of the weekly show. You have all this behind the scenes stuff. And um, I'd recommend watching Monday Night Raw the entire year of 2006. 2006, really? Yeah, because it revolves around two guys. Let me see if I can find them. Two guys. Where are you? Oh, they're right here! Hey. John Cena and Edge. Hey, yes. They, de- they were the highlight of the ruthless aggression era of WWE. And speaking with all the other artists out there where you want to be a rapper, you want to be something, there's one special trait that you need if you want to do this. One special trait. You know what that trait is? Go ahead. Ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression. Means Ruthless you're willing aggression. to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Because there was, um, in June 2000, 2002, the top five wrestlers were out of the business. The Rock, he went to go make movies. Mm. Stone Cold, he didn't want to just take the fall for Brock Lesnar to hype him up. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley, his body couldn't take the pounding anymore. Mm-hmm. Triple H was out with a knee injury. Mm. And The Undertaker, he, uh, he was going to this American badass biker era. Mm. And it wasn't really famous. So Vince McMahon, the guy who owned this, uh, the business, he had all the wrestlers out. He came out and was like, people always ask me, how did you do it? How did you convince your dad to sign off the company to you? And then they asked me when the government came with these steroid accusations and you won the court cases, how did you do it? And then some people asked me, you part of every single independent wrestling faction in the country and put them together. You bought out WCW from Ted Turner and NBC. How did you do it? And I tell him that I had it's one special trait. One trait. Ruthless aggression. <laughs> one of you has ruthless aggression. The lock is gone. Don't go it's gone. There's a place. Who wants to be the next big star? Who has the ruthless aggression? Wow. 
like he'll be like, Bobby Ray Dudley. Andy Guerrero is the whole reason why you didn't win your the King of the Ring. What are you going to do? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to have a match with Andy Guerrero tonight. A ladder match. Jeff Hardy. You'll be coming out here every weekend. How you want to shout at the other guy. As far as I'm concerned, you're the only here with a shred of Brooke Dutton question. So you're going to get your way tonight. You and the Undertaker. Not for the championship, but you and the Undertaker tonight. So come on. There is no star on this network. There is no star on the show. Who has the ruthless aggression? Wow. So that's what you need, ruthless aggression. That's quite the speech, too. I mean, honestly, it's making me feel a little bit more amped up, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, you do social media marketing. You got the ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression. anywhere. <laughs> you got the ruthless aggression to dump everything you have. You got the ruthless aggression to take some independent social media startup and blow it up to be as big as Facebook and shit. You got the ruthless aggression. <laughs> wow that's a that's a hell of a speech right there and in fact actually i like that a lot i like that a lot i'm a um yeah it's that's it's pretty inspiring actually um ruthless aggression yeah. that's where it's at i say that on some yeah anytime I, somebody asks me like who's the number one in san antonio who's the number one in san antonio i'm like well the problem with san antonio is that nobody has that ruthless aggression mm, you know that fire and like yeah that yeah that that need to where you'll do whatever it takes. Because here in San Antonio, with a lot of the locals, like, they'll get some small accomplishments, and they'll think they're the big man. Mm. And then, you know, like I say, they pass up one guy, but they don't keep up the momentum, they pass up the next guy. Mm. So that's a good point. Like, to, you got to keep it going versus just being comfortable uh, with, with, like, just a little bit, small right? accomplishments. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that, man. I'm rooting for you. You know, like the, you got a good vibe about you. You got like good energy. Uh, and, you know, I've had a lot of fun, you know, learning about like what's up in your world, what you, what you dig. I definitely appreciate you reaching out and for joining the podcast. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. Is yeah, there any, like, like okay, I'm, sorry, go I'm, ahead. Let's go ahead. Sorry. Cause there's, um, cause we're dropping the album for promotion. I decided I'm going to try and get on every single podcast that I can get on Smart. To the album. Nice. I like that. I like that. I mean, I'll, I'm waiting for the podcast for the episode. Uh, I'm waiting for the the album to drop out, and then I'm excited to see like what all is going to be happening. Please keep us in the loop with that. Okay, I can send you some previews that are on SoundCloud right now. Please, yeah, yeah, please do, and then um, you know, post and them up on our page, and then uh, let the fans check it out. And uh, I guess like, is there any like last things you'd like to say? Anything you like to post or plug? Or anything tonight between 6 and 9 p.m. Deacon Rap is gonna post his next promo video for Lobfest Texas in Katy, Texas. And this and this video is gonna be hype, it's gonna be awesome. Oscar, tell him about the video that I'm gonna post later on today. How awesome it is! And speak up so they can hear you. Yeah, I'm dropping it tonight. Yes. 
I dig it. So, to let them know what the attitude error is, ruthless aggression error is you have all these young stars trying to rise to the top and do whatever it takes. Uh-huh. But the attitude error, that's where we had Stone Cold, The Rock. You'd have stuff like, this is the problem, this is why the Rock is the champion, because the Rock is a true champion. Bama, bama. Stone Cold would come in a giant beer truck, get on the roof with a hose, and the Rock's like, here's what you need to do. You need to take that giant beer truck, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up here. Then he sprayed the whole ring with beer. He'll take like the hose and like spray the crowd with beer. And then he'll come up and uh, get a micro be like, this Sunday, I'm gonna catch your ass, you dumb bitch. And then, yeah. Wow. And that was the attitude era. That's how to put on a, a, a show right there. Yeah, that was the attitude era. It was I like that. Than, yeah. I like that. So. Dope, man. You got me going. I, I, I Ruthless aggression, that's the motto. Um, and definitely, I appreciate aggression. it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Like this was such a good time. No problem, man. I, I had a I, I had a blast actually listening to what you had to say, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what's gonna come from you. Uh, good luck at the Loud Fest, and I'm you know just keep us in the loop for what's about to happen. And I guess for everyone that's listening, thank you for listening to the podcast, for watching it, for participating. Hope you guys had a good time. Maybe you'd like to be a future guest. Hit me up, and maybe you can get something going. Um, anything else I'd like to say? support us on patreon support us on all of our channels facebook instagram twitter all that um and you know as always stay dope folks peace peace out